Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Schultz. We've got a great episode for you today. We've got another big rumor about the future of Stranger Things to discuss. Uh, Netflix also just announced the full list of new releases for April. So we've picked some of the best shows and movies to watch throughout the entire month on Netflix. But first, it's time for our weekly Riverdale update. Cody, what were your takeaways from last night's episode? Um, I think the biggest takeaway for everyone is like <laughs> Barchi's officially seems to be back on the back burner and we've got yes. Barchi full swing. Um, I feel like that break didn't like they were so adamant like going into the season like it's going to be game changing. We're going to shake up all the dynamics. And then I feel like the Betty and Archie storyline lasted like a two. It was it just seemed like it was so full on real quick and then it was over it's like a flash in the pan. And now we're very much back into the Barchi mode. Do you is this the end? Do you think this is the end of uh, Barchi? then betty and archie you think that are they donezo i really have to like i don't want to say yes and then you know they change it up again in like two episodes but i really <laughs> feel like even when they put them two together like they kind of had like the same undertones of is he going to get back with veronica and i feel like the way this episode was like it was very much like they like jumped right back into things it was like they were i think like i can't remember if it was at the beginning of the episode or where but i mean they're in bed again already so it's like it was very like cool on like okay this is in the rear view and we're back on full barchi mode yeah, all it took was the pancake breakfast and uh, at Pops and Archie was all in. No, I think that that's right. I'm concerned a little bit about Betty. Um, I mean, there's a lot of concerning things for a lot of the characters, but Betty went full like dark Betty again. How she like tied the guy to the tree and then was going to kill him and then was like also like I'll just like leave you here until tomorrow or wherever. I thought that like she was going to come back and like the guy was going to be dead and it was going to be like, who killed this guy that Betty was going to kill? And then, but no, that didn't happen. Maybe it'll happen later though. <laughs> yeah, I very much like, I was ready for her to pull the trigger. I thought they are going to go there. I'm like, she, and to that phone call, like I thought for sure they were going to follow through and it's going to be interesting. I was wondering when this FBI guy, whose name I haven't like committed to memorizing yet. Right, um, yeah. 
how that's going to play out now that he's come in kind of taken over her case. But it was definitely like very interesting to see more of like that dark Betty back. And I think the disappointing thing was, is like we saw in the last episode is very much like, okay, she benched like the romance with Archie because she wanted like the friendship and someone to pull her out of the darkness. And then like we see her go full on and like there was no, no scenes really at all with Archie and Betty like to kind of pull her out of it. I'm like, is are they going to follow up on that promise and thread or is it just like oh is it going to be Jughead is that going to be like they're in to putting Bughead back together but I feel like their storyline still seemed so like off I'm waiting for them to find like that thing that ties them together yeah I agree that was it was good to see them on screen a little bit again um it was funny when like how Betty was acting when like Jughead brought her to that like weird crazy guy in the woods house (laughs) um I really enjoyed that scene then we've also got uh it looks like Reggie has switched sides again, right? So he was with, gosh, I'm bl- Hiram. Sorry, I was thinking of his real name. Yeah, Hiram. And uh, now he's a bulldog again. So what does that mean? Is he going to be like the assistant coach? Are we going to see more epic highs and lows of high school football? Is That's what I really want to know in this season. Do you think so? Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering like if they're going to lean heavily into the football. It's so hard to tell because we keep introducing storylines and then they kind of fizzle <laughs> out like the firefighting. Like we're going to... Yeah you know, build a fire crew and they're going to help. And it's like, Oh, now it's on to football. I think what I'm curious about Reggie is she seems so sudden, like all mm-hmm. these years, apparently he's been like Hiram's like right-hand man. Now it's like, because of a football disagreement, like he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm back to the bulldog. Sorry. I know. I was wondering about that too. Like, I mean, I get that like, you know, towns can rally behind the football team, but like, I feel like that it's a little bit of a stretch to say that like the town is going to rally behind this Riverdale football team. Who's like losing like 50 to zero or whatever. I guess they did score a touchdown this week. So they they're back on track. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I think my favorite thing about that storyline is getting to see more of Cheryl and the Vixens. Like I love that we were kind Mm. of back into like the old Cheryl, like that very like head B and a queen B kind of thing. I love like the only performance really that stood out was hers. And it was another incredible performance. So I'm happy with that side, but I'm going to, it's going to be interesting to see how far they go with the football thing. Yeah. It's good that Cheryl's back for sure. Cause like the first few episodes, I mean, pretty much until this episode or until last episode, she was like, not really Cheryl, just kind of like a shell of herself. And then she brought the chaos that like kind of backfired for her, but like might still work out in the long run. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. I I definitely agree there. I think it's going to be interesting to see what's next. Yeah. So we've got one more episode, um, on the 31st and then we have a, how many weeks is that? Three month break, 14 weeks, 15 week break between. So yeah. Too sorry, long. Riverdale people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've got, uh, like I said, we've got some other stuff to get to. So there's a big, uh, stranger things rumor going around, um, right now. And I don't know how to, how to set this up, but basically there's some, it's been around for a while that they're saying stranger things season four and stranger things season five are going to be filmed back to back. And I'm not sure about it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of those interesting theories and we're, we're seeing it pop up a lot now with the way productions have to, you know, if mm-hmm. and to adjust with all the pandemic related stuff. So it's like, it seems like it would be the better play for some of these shows that especially when they're filming like episodes that are like eight to 10 se- you know, 10 episode seasons instead of like the 22 long normal right. standing seasons. It's like, it from like a schematic point seems like it would be the smart play. I know what's interesting. I think with the stranger things rumor is we had, wasn't there like a couple weeks back we talked about on here, there was an actor who kind of created like some confusion because he's like, Oh, we we wrapped on something. It's going to be coming. But then he was like, no, we're still filming. 
Yeah, it was Sherman Augustus. So he's a new character for a new cast member for Stranger Things season four. And yeah, I think that it was on Instagram. Someone was like, how long are you filming? And he said like August. And they were like, but wait, that means that like, are you sure? Like, is the season coming? And he was like, I don't know. It'll probably be this year. Basically, I'm like um, paraphrasing. I don't know what he actually said, but that was the, the, the basis of it. And so then I think around that time, people started to like think like, oh, that's a really long time for production to take place. Usually, I think Stranger Things season three took about seven months, which, you know, I think that they would write, they, they would have like the first half of the season written, ready to go. And they would kind of adjust on the fly um, as they filmed in like, wa- like wanted to change things or things weren't working like they thought that they would or something like that. I don't know if that's what happened for Stranger Things 3. I think that that's how they filmed Stranger Things 2, though, or Stranger Things the first season. So seven months for eight episodes is, you know, a pretty long time, I think, in there. And so I think people are looking at like, oh, they've filmed, by my calculation, about seven months so far, I guess. But it's been so interrupted. And we know that it's taking longer than usual. So it's really hard to tell like where they're at with production, how many episodes they filmed. I know they're moving locations for the first time. They were in Lithuania and then they're in Georgia. Then there's rumors that they're going to New Mexico. So it's like very hard to keep it all straight, but like there's more than enough time to film one season. If you think that they're going to like, you know, from January to August of this year, that would be enough to do at least one season. Fans are thinking maybe they've got season five, coming i'm wondering though if it's more just like they didn't with everything happening with the pandemic if they just booked everything or like are keeping people there just in case there's like a major delay because you know like we're still in like very unpredictable times does that would that make sense to you yeah i think that makes sense and i mean it's it is so hard to keep up with because i believe like Mm -hmm. isn't it lucifer who because of how things film like they came back and filmed the last part of like season five and then they did jump right into filming season six and i know like we've been saying lately on like twitter it's like the final stretch of not finishing so i feel like it's also easier for some shows than others um with the show Mm -hmm. like stranger things because they film so many different locations like it's not like they're filming on like one soundstage using one location, I feel like that would complicate the ability to easily film like two seasons back to back. Whereas like when you film and you're, you're set, you know, you're working on sets, you're working on location and one spot, it's easy just to, you know, film back to back because you're not traveling, but stranger things, like you said, it's going all over and not just like all over the U S like they're traveling outside of the country too. And so it's, it's very interesting, hard for me to like wrap my head around them starting both seasons at once. Yeah. And I think that's like the main thing, like the timing makes sense. And like, you could say like, it's theoretically possible that that could happen. But in terms of like, just the practicality and like how long they've had to like write season five, like I know they've been, they've had this all in the works for a long time. So it just comes down to like putting the pen to paper, whatever the the saying is when it comes to writing the season. But like, I don't know if that's really what they would want to do. I know from like, you know, these kids are getting older perspective, like you want to do it as soon as possible. But I don't know, with everything, how it was with the pandemic, I don't think that they were already working on season five or they probably shouldn't have been (laughs) before the pandemic happened, delayed things. So maybe they wrote it in the six months that they had off or whatever. I find that a little hard to believe. I feel like that's too many moving pieces in like a very uncertain amount of or an uncertain time to like see if it could all happen. 
while we don't know much about Stranger Things, we do have the Netflix April releases. And yes, we do. It's a little bit of another <laughs> slow month, but I feel like there's like, we're getting to that point where there's some exciting things to look forward to each month. And so let's let's dive in to some of the bigger releases this month. Let's so, of course, it. the the first one seems to be Concrete Cowboy, which is coming April 2nd. So what can you tell us about this one? Yeah, this is I think this is going to be a, a huge hit for Netflix. It's Idris Elba, Caleb McLaughlin of Stranger Things, Jarell Jerome uh, from When They See Us. So a lot of big names. It's based on a book called Ghetto Cowboy from Greg Neary. And it follows um, a teenager who moves from Detroit to Philadelphia and kind of falls in with this group of like urban cowboys in Philadelphia and like all the stuff that takes place with them. Uh, the trailer makes it look really interesting. And I think this was going to be a theatrical release, but because of the pandemic just kept getting pushed back, pushed back. And then they just, I think Netflix just upped their bid or whatever and brought, brought it to Netflix. I'm not sure if it was going to stream there anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's a Netflix original. I think that's going to be, I don't know. It's going to kick the, the month off right for uh, movie fans, I guess. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be a good, a solid month for like movie fans. Because another one that I know I'm kind of particularly excited for is Thunder Force, which is coming, right. I know, April 9th, I believe it is, with Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. So tell us a little bit about this one. What are you looking for with this one? Yeah, so we just had a WandaVision. Now we've got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then Netflix is going bringing their own superhero movie um, into the mix. And this one is more of a comedy. It's, uh, it's directed by uh, Melissa McCarthy's husband, Ben Falcone, who I think everyone will recognize from Bridesmaids. Uh, he played like the air marshal. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but yeah, that's like how he got popular. Um, it's a, basically, so like I said, it's a superhero movie. I think Melissa McCarthy is a scientist who develops like this procedure or like serum to turn like regular people, like to give them powers, I guess. It, but she accidentally like uses it on herself and her friend. And so then they form like a superhero doer, duo to take like care of all of these like super villains that have like, ruined the world basically so i don't know there's a lot of potential for funny stuff with those two involved and it's got like jason bateman and some other really big names so i think that this one will be a huge movie probably one of the most popular things of the spring i think yeah i agree this one i'm kind of it's one that i'm very much excited for like i don't know too too much about it but I, octavia spencer i know she's so often like people think of her for dramas because she's had so many great dramatic roles but she's hilarious. Like she had a stint yeah. on mom and I, she was just hilarious. And so comedy is like right up her alley and her with Melissa McCarthy just is something I think is going to be like a match for a perfect Netflix movie. Um, I'm very excited about that one. I'm also very excited about the return of the circle, which finally has a premiere date on uh, Netflix this year. Yeah. So it's coming April 14th. We've been waiting a long time for this one. I think the first season premiered on like, like, New Year's Day 2020, I think that that makes sense. It was one of the big new reality shows from Netflix, along with like Love is Blind and um, Too Hot to Handle, which is also coming back later this year. But so, yeah, it's the Circle premiere season two premieres on April 14th. And then we're getting new episodes weekly. So April 21st, 28th. And then the finale is May 5th. So it's a little bit different than Netflix normally does. We don't know a lot about the cast or what the new season's going to entail. But I think that this one's going to be another like getting fans involved weekly is like really interesting. And I think it could be kind of a game changer for at least how Netflix does reality shows. I know there's a lot of people that want them to do scripted shows like weekly release. I'm not totally there yet. I want to binge watch like stranger things all in like one day, 
but I think that this is going to be really cool. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to definitely be interesting. I'm really curious to see how this goes because if it's successful, I could see Netflix like wanting to do more weekly releases. So that's definitely be one to stay tuned for. Another one that's new this month, um, Dad Stop Embarrassing Me, which is another new show, right? Yeah, so it's the same day um, as the Circle Season 2 premieres, April 14th. It's got Jamie Foxx and it reunites Jamie Foxx with Bentley Kyle Evans from the Jamie Foxx show. I believe he was like the showrunner. And so Foxx, in this one, he plays uh, his character is like a full time father um, to his teenage daughter. And he like apparently just becomes this. I don't know how or why or what happens. But then he's like, it's about him, like learning the ins and outs of like parenting like a teenager, um, like on the fly. And so it has David Allen Greer, who plays Jamie Foxx's dad. It's a multicam sitcom i think that that's gonna be i don't know if it'll be like hugely popular but i think that enough fans will watch this we'll definitely see season two jamie fox is such a huge star so yeah i think that i'm excited for that one as well yeah it's definitely gonna be interesting now this one this next title i'm very like curious about because when i was reading the list i was like the name stood out to me so it's a movie called stowaway coming april 22nd what is this about because i feel like the title tells us one thing but it's so much more yeah so it's a drama but i feel like it has really good comedy potential it's anna kendrick tony collette daniel day kim and shamir anderson and they're a space crew well three of them are they're a space crew heading for mars on a two-year mission when they get up, I don't know, let's say past the moon. I don't know if it is or not, but they get up into space and they realize that Shamir Anderson's character is like a stowaway, like on accident. He just like is on the spaceship. They can't go back to earth. They have to like continue on the mission, but like they quickly realize they only have resources for like three people for these two years, like oxygen and all the food and stuff. So they like have to like either i don't know what's gonna happen like are they gonna kill one of them is one of them gonna just die and then they like or what are they gonna do but like that's the dilemma is like they have enough resources for three and there's four people yeah this one it almost sounds like it would have been like a fun series like instead of a movie like yeah. i could just imagine like if this had been spaced out over like a series of episodes this could have been something that would have been like easily stretched out into multiple seasons yeah um, Agreed. I add Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer to this. And it's a, like, it's super funny. I think that there's so much comedic potential with this, but yeah, it seems very serious based on the trailer. Yeah. Which I guess is a great transition to the next show, which I think this one's going to probably be the biggest show of April, probably one of the biggest shows this you know year so far, which is shadow and bone. Yeah. And so that comes out April 23rd. We already talked about it a little bit on the podcast. It's a big fantasy series um, based on Lee Bardugo's Grishaverse books it's set in this war-torn country that's like sort of like Russia um, around like industrial revolution type uh, or like era, I guess. And so there's this young woman, Alina, played by Jesse May Lee. She finds out that she has this like this power that might be able to like save her country. So we're just going to follow her on that journey. And yeah, I, like you said, this is going to be the biggest show of the spring. I think it might be one of the biggest new shows of the year, like across all TV. Um, it looks really good. It has Ben Barnes and who we've said before is going to be like the next big superstar. You'll see him in a bunch of stuff after this guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel like the last notable addition coming in April is the Mitchells versus the machines. Yeah. So this one, it comes out on April 30th. And I think it was supposed to be another theatrical release that got pushed back because of the pandemic. And um, it's from Sony pictures animation and it's produced by uh, Christopher Miller and Phil Lord, who've um, been behind a bunch of popular animated movies. And so this one, it, it's got a huge voice cast with Abby Jacobson, Danny McBride, Olivia Coleman from The Crown, Eric Andre, 
and um, a bunch more. And it basically, it tells the story of this family, the Mitchells, they're going on like a road trip and then things just like hit the fan with like, I guess, technology, like the computers, phones, their car, like everything like turns against all the humans and it becomes this like big tech apocalypse, which I think, I don't know. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be super funny and just like, I don't know. There's like room for like animated comedies and stuff on Netflix. We saw like a couple of years ago, Minions was like one of the biggest movies in the world that it was on Netflix and like everyone was watching it. We didn't have the Netflix top 10, but like all the metrics were telling us that like everyone was watching that movie. I think that this has like potential to be bigger than that, I guess. I don't want to sell like, I don't know, overstate it, but like, it's going to be huge. It's going to be really good. Yeah, I think it's definitely got potential. I mean, and we, even though it is acquired or maybe by some people's standards, April, I think there's a lot of great shows coming um, and movies. And so I think it's going to be a fun month for Netflix viewers. Yeah. Should I recap them all? So um, just for everyone real quick. Yeah. Well, give us the, the quick breakdown for those. Quick looking breakdown. For the coming. Yeah. So we've got Concrete Cowboy, uh, April 2nd. We've got Thunder Force on April 9th. The Circle Season 2 premieres on April 14th, followed by weekly releases um, on April 12th, 28th, and May 5th. Dad Stop Embarrassing Me is on April 14th. Stowaway is on April 22nd. Shadow and Bone premieres April 23rd. And then The Mitchells versus The Machines is coming out on April 30th. Let's see. I think that we're out of time officially, so... Uh, New episodes of the Netflix Live podcast are released on Fridays and Mondays. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we'll see you guys next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.